All right, everybody, welcome into the Clean Life. I'm Laura. This I'm with my co-host Dave, and you know, Dave, we have been we're on episode 18 now. Thanks. And we have talked a lot about hand hygiene, healthcare-related infections. We did our hits uh, recap. Now we want to talk about the people who actually are making the difference behind the scenes that we might not necessarily see all the time. You know, the people working behind. Uh, cleaning hospital rooms and, you know, making sure that there are no healthcare related infections and transmissions. Um, so we are inviting uh, Regina Patrick on the line. She is the EVS director at Georgia Regional in Decatur, Georgia. So Regina, how you doing? I am great. How's everybody else today? We're pretty wow, good. We're doing well. We're doing yeah. well. You, you, you know, when we go into a a, a, a long-term care facility room or a hospital room or even a hotel room for that matter we just assume it's going to be clean and i don't know how many people um think about you know it's kind of like at my house i just come home and my laundry's done which is not necessarily the case and i hope my wife's not listening today but you know it's just like the laundry fairy comes in and does the laundry and the cleaning fairy comes in it's not that way is it you have a whole crew of people there that 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 are responsible for making sure that it, everything's like it's supposed to be. It, uh, tell us a little bit about what you're doing there in Atlanta. Well, it, it, just as you said, um, people do expect for things just to be clean every day um, with no awareness of the process behind the scenes to get it there, to get it and make it sure that it's clean and free from infections for our guests, um, our patients, our visitors, and our staff. Um, we are a behavior health hospital, which makes it a little bit more difficult because we're dealing with uh, some things that are more extreme than a regular hospital and some things that are more extreme than a hotel or a conference center. And um, our staff, or regular people they have issues that we have to address but we still have to go through the process to make sure everything is clean and um free from germs and um, free from odors odors is the big thing so tell us a little bit about the process how that's different because you know i think a lot of people kind of have this idea of um, hotels, I guess. I think that's probably where people are more experienced in seeing the sort of cleaning process, but that that process is significantly different than what you have to do um, in your hospital. So tell us a little bit about the differences and the sort of skills and talents that these individuals have to have because we're dealing with healthcare-related infections. First of all, before the, the housekeepers even get to start working, we have to make sure that we're cleaning with products that are um, a germicide or a viricide or bactericide. We have to make sure that the product has a, um, a fast kill ratio. And a fast kill ratio is um, we want something that kills within um, less than a minute. And for just everyday germs, like within 30 seconds. And we first have to do our research to make sure that we're giving the housekeepers the right products to use. And then once that they clean with disinfectant all day, they don't just clean with one of the popular things on 
um, the grocery store line fabuloso because it smells good. Our product might not have a, a, a smell to it, but the product gets rid of the smell and it gets rid of the, um, the viruses and the bacteria and the germs that are left in the room. And when they're cleaning, they have to be very detailed with cleaning the light switches, the wall. They have to wipe down the bed, behind the bed. And one of our um, biggest problems is urine. We're dealing with patients with um, behavior issues. And that's one of the things that is the most difficult to fight. But um, that's how I got involved with um, AppCare. Um, I was failure brought um, what D for me to try, and it really gets rid of the urine smell and the other smells that are left in the room and kills the germs and the bacteria. And that's a big deal, uh, Regina. You, we have a lot of conversations on this show about the difference between looking, smelling clean, and actually being clean. And, and you guys have to take that to the next level because it's not good enough for you for it just to look and smell clean. It actually has to ble- be clean. Correct. And, and generally, if I'm walking in an area, it, it smells, you can smell the fragrance. In my mind, this is me, in my mind, it's not clean. Somebody's trying to cover up something. There you go. I, I want, th- yeah, that's. I want to use, use the smell. It's a smell when you know that it's clean, and it's not a fragrancy smell. Yeah, th- th- I like think that's important. Smell. Yeah, it's important mm-hmm. to kind of be like if you're masking something with uh, an odorous product that you know smells like lavender or lemon fresh, or you know, I know that those are those are common sense. You know, uh, th- it does yeah. kind of feel like that you're masking or you're covering something up versus it, you know, actually getting down into the dirty work and cleaning it up. So, you know, correct. that's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, I think a lot of people take, uh, take for granted the importance of, um, the environmental service, uh, professionals. And so I was looking a little bit into this, the association for healthcare environment, they have this EVS initiative. Are, are you familiar with this? Um, so what they what they talk about is, you know, kind of the movement from calling them housekeepers or janitors or custodians to environmental um, service uh, professionals. So I, th- I think that that kind of takes it to the next level. And, you know, I think society has kind of dictated that if you're a custodian or you're a janitor or, you know, that sort of title is kind of you're looked uh, looked down upon almost. But these people are so important. And again, they, they are people and, you know, treating them with respect and understanding the sort of hard work that they go behind, uh, behind the scenes just to make you safe when you are in these hospital rooms. I think that's super important. So I guess I'd, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on that. Um, initially when I, I have been here 12 years and they called this housekeeping and that used to irritate me because as a housekeeper, we do something different from a housekeeper. Right. A housekeeper go behind people, they pick up stuff, and um, they make sure the trash is up. But we are cleaning and disinfected. We are more than housekeepers. So while, since I've been here, I've had the department change 
to environmental services, as well as in, with, throughout our policies and anything that's posted in the hospital, um, we're called environmental services. Even when somebody's calling me, I say, you're looking for environmental services? <laughs> I will correct them. But it's kind of hard, difficult for me to get them to stop calling the housekeepers housekeepers. That's what they, I, it's been very difficult to change that because they're not aware of um, the connotations of a housekeeper and like you said, an environmental professional. It's a big difference. I think because that's, yeah. With, um, mm-hmm. Even here, if the housekeepers, we train them to clean as though they are one of the people in the bed or their mother is, um, their mother is in the bed and um, it's very important that they pay attention to detail. And if the only time they're noticed if something is not done. It's every now and then you might, I might get a call saying that um, one of the housekeepers is doing a great job. Most of the time it's when something is not done, if somebody is not there. They notice when it is not what they expect, but when it is done correctly or above board, people don't generally pick up on that and acknowledge the housekeeper for doing their a good job. Well, and doesn't that kind of go back to what I was saying about about laundry or anything else like that? They just assume it's the housekeeping fairy has come in and taken care of all of it, and they just uh, take it for granted. Is the only other way I can know how to put it is they they're taking it for granted. Number one, it's wrong to take it for granted. Number two, I think anybody that would take it for granted doesn't really understand the depth of the work that your people are doing and 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 we're trying to bring a little bit of awareness to that on this show i mean we have some fun on this show but there are some really bad bacteria infection uh all kinds of bugs out there that your people and other other departments like yours across country are responsible for keeping out of those rooms keeping away from the patients keeping away from their families keeping it away from themselves i mean i'm, I'm sure you probably have some kind of personal protection equipment that you have to wear to clean certain areas. I mean, it, I wouldn't say you're like a, like a military soldier, but to send people in to fight infection like that, I mean, it's, it's, it's not without risk. You're correct. Some, some, we do have, have some things like see this, we have to get totally dressed in order to clean those areas. And we have to use disposable products. When we're cleaning a room with a patient with C. diff, they, we give them a gown, we give them boots, we give them glo- longer gloves, not just everyday gloves, longer gloves, cover their head, and all the cleaning products they use is tough. Everything, they, they have to be trained how to take off of the protective gear. You can't just take it off because you still can contaminate yourself. You have to be trained how to take off the protective gear and how to dispose of it. It's not just an everyday thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think that's super important is, you know, we are trying to bring awareness to this in, you know, 
clearly you have to be trained in this and you have to have certain skills in order, you know, to take care of these uh, infections and these uh, germs and all that sort of stuff. This is more than just your regular housekeeping. You know, you go in and make the bed or, you know, sweep the floors. You, you are getting down into the grits of it. All right, Regina, we are going to run to a commercial, um, but we will be back shortly to talk a little bit more. What if I told you there was a safe way to clean and disinfect your home without using toxic or hazardous chemicals? A product that is safe for your family, safe for your pets, plus safe for your environment? Well, there is. It's new Waltz-D by Avcare. Waltz-D is an EPA-registered, non-toxic, hard-surface disinfectant that is safe for use in all areas of your home. Waltz-D is also FDA-approved for food service and food prep areas. Using Waltz-D will disinfect any area of your home or business, killing 99.9% of germs including salmonella, E. coli, norovirus, staph, and much more. Why just clean when you can also protect, disinfect, and deodorize with Waltz-D? You can order Waltz-D by visiting store.avcare.com. That's store.avcare.com. Hello. Hello, this is Steve Shirley with RNS Northeast, and this is The Clean Life. And welcome back to The Clean Life. It's Dave and Laura here talking with Regina Patrick from Georgia Regional Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia area. And Regina, we were we're talking about your staff. Do you um, do you do anything special to keep morale? I think they have a they have one of the most difficult jobs out there. And they, you know, I I work in a I work in an office with people that really don't have that much to complain about. And sometimes we have morale issues. What do you have to do? What do you have to do with your staff to keep the, keep everybody you know with a smile on their face and doing their job and 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 feeling good about what they're doing on a, on a regular basis what we try to do i um i am the director and i have two managers that work directly under me um we have to walk around we have to look at the area and and we try to pick out the good and slowly tell, make corrections it's not just jumping there and make corrections and make everybody make all that they do seems negative. We try to make it positive and then well, let me show you how to do this a better way versus being aggressive um, for lack of a better term. And then um, every now and then we have like little luncheons or events, but annually there is a national um, environmental service week. And um, because we're a state hospital, we do, we do not have funding for this. And a lot of times we were are taking money from the managers and myself will do it. But we try to make sure that something is done 
every day. This year we have fundraisers so that we can prepare for um, Environmental Service Week. And I will send out, um, I will post a schedule for every day and I try to come up with creative names for each day for whatever we're having for that day. Like Monday, Environmental Service Week is next week. So our first day, we're going to serve them breakfast. So it's wake up, sunshine, and come in and have breakfast. And on Tuesday, we will be having um, just a roundtable discussion. Thursday is our main event. We have a guest speaker. We have, um, we have a sit-down dinner. We decorate. Uh, one of the rooms, uh, the conference rooms on campus was well, a classroom. It's a big classroom because I have 50 employees. We decorate, we do tablecloths, we make it look very professional, and we serve them a full meal. Um, and uh, we have people, like I said, we have guest speakers, and we have other people that will stand up and say different things to encourage them. We have raffles. We try to make it very exciting and um, give them something to look forward to. I was going to say, it sounds like that would be something they would look forward to every year. Do you have, you have a lot of people on your staff that have been there for a while? You have some longevity in your, in your crew? We have, um, out of the, the, the ones we have, I think we have about uh, 10 left. A lot of them have worked here long enough and retired after 30 years. Oh, wow. So it's like when I got here, we had people that already was getting close to retirement. And most of the time they stay to retirement. Well, then you must be a pretty good leader then, because I, I don't know anybody <laughs> that hangs around a poor leader for very long. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, I think, I think that's a I'm huge testament. Yeah, I think that's a huge testament to, you know, what you do. And, you know, we had talked on the phone a little bit before this podcast. And, you know, I, I love the fact that you take the relationships very seriously with your people. And, you know, you talked about how you, you know, kind of educate them in like, hey, clean this as if, you know, this is your family. And, you know, just taking those relationships and that education to the next level, I think is just a huge testament to what you're doing um, in, in your office and, you know, kind of encouraging people to, you know, take take this seriously. And I, I think that the awareness piece, uh, really needs to just, I think we, you know, what we're doing with this podcast is trying to get the awareness out, you know, encouraging people to, you know, follow along with the environmental services week, which, you know, we are doing a lot of, uh, promotions for that as well. But, um, I, I think that's really awesome. And, you know, what you're doing and trying to, you know, encourage people to, you know, w you are professionals and you are people and, you know, the things that you do in, in your environment are super important. And I think a lot of people take that for granted. So the awareness, bringing that about, um, just about how much extra sort of education and, um, awareness that you guys have to bring to your job and, you know, taking that seriously. And, you know, it is unfortunate that when you, um, the, the things that get brought up is, uh, when something is wrong versus being appreciated for the things that you do right, because people just expect that to happen. And I think that's a little bit unfortunate, but hopefully, you know, I think the uh, the healthcare environment, the Association for Healthcare Environment, their initiative, I think is actually super important, which we will post a link in that uh, for that in our show notes. Hey, um, Regina, I've got I've got 
three three questions here, that, there you go. <laughs> and I'm gonna jump okay. around. I'm gonna jump around miserably on you. Okay. Uh, so the first one is if, I'm flexible. I and, have to be. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it may be a little late for this year, but if somebody, if maybe some companies out there that are listening to us, they wanted to come in and sponsor a particular event or meal during your your celebration next week, is there an email or a phone number they could call and maybe get a hold of you and and take part in that? Sure. They can email me at regina.patrick at dbhdd.ga.gov. And my phone number is 404-212-4688. That's great. That is um, awesome. I'm going to pass that along as soon as I hang up the phone today. I don't know how quickly anything mm-hmm. can get done for this year, but uh, mm-hmm. definitely next year we're going to want to we're going to want to uh, take part in that. And I'll reach out to Thalia as well and see if there's. I know. Okay. I know. I talked to Thalia. We're we're doing something for you. I know we're sending some stuff mm-hmm. down there, uh, but I'm going to talk to her about about some of the other things you have going on because I wasn't aware of that. And if there's anything okay. we can do to help this year, we will. But certainly next year, we're going to want to be all up in the middle of that. Okay, so I'm jumping around. Number two. That's okay. You mentioned you were in a behavioral health hospital. What? Correct. Tell me some of the additional obstacles that you face or your crew faces in trying to get their job done that maybe some of the other healthcare facilities don't face. We have to clean the area around um, the patients and their behaviors. So <laughs> yeah. it's almost, um, you have to clean and watch your back at the same time because you don't know, as a, house, as a housekeeper or an environmental professional, you don't know each patient's triggers. You don't know their behaviors, but your job is to clean up around all the the stuff that's going on and and, and to keep it clean and, kind of and a, that makes it more difficult like a hospital yeah. you have somebody laying in the bed or you can go in a hospital when somebody's out for testing we do not have that option we're working around the patients within their behavior and how often do their families let's say get in the way for lack of a better way to put it their family? Yeah, yeah. Are they helpful or uh, not so much, or is it very patient to patient? It's going to vary um, from patient to patient. We are a state hospital. We're not a private hospital. So um, all patients do not have that, um, that, that family support or friend support. And then some patients have a lot of family support. And some patients have too much family support where <laughs> they do get in the way. We know so what that means. from patient to patient. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So so then my third, my third and uh, final question for the next break is you were talking about kill times, um, and I associate that with dwell times for product. And what I do know that even a lot of people don't realize even bleach has a dwell time. You can't just throw right. hard chlorine bleach on something and wipe it right up and expect it to disinfect. A lot of the, Correct. especially for C. diff, most of the kill claims are 
dwell times are somewhere between two, four, six. I've even seen ten minutes on an EPA registration. So, and I have heard, and I have heard a couple of weeks ago at this conference we were at in Buffalo uh, that that some of the regulators are starting to pay more attention to dwell times. And it sounds like to me you're already doing it there, so you're in good shape. But but I think is is it is it passive because time is always a big deal. Some of the cleaning, factor. yeah, some of the cleaning companies we've talked to when you're trying to uh, introduce them to a new product and you show them a four or six or eight minute dwell time product for certain pathogens, they say, "Oh, well, we don't have that kind of time." And well, what do you mean? Well, I've got a 300 room building I've got to clean in an hour and 45 minutes and I can't let it sit on there that long. Well, then you might as well not clean it at all. But a lot of people don't realize that. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, because most of the time the the less costly product will have, I've seen them as high as 15 minutes. And what that dwell time means in case there's some people out there that don't know that, if I'm cleaning a patient's bed and that kill time or dwell time is 15 minutes, that means that bed got to remain wet for that amount of time in order to kill. That's not going to happen. Housekeeping environments do not have that kind of time. You have to be in and out. I look for products where for just every day during 30 seconds to a minute. I don't buy any products that is more than that because it's a waste of money. Okay. Well, that makes perfect sense to me. We are running up against a break. We're going to come back. We're speaking with Regina Patrick from Georgia Regional Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to come back and wrap it up with her right after this. You're listening to The Clean Life. We'll be right back. Love your pets, but hate pet odor? Now you can knock out tough pet odors with Waltz D. Waltz D is a disinfectant deodorizer that effectively kills odor-causing bacteria left behind by your beloved pets, even the strongest of urine odors. Waltz D is non-toxic and safe for use in all areas of your home. A few sprays of Waltz D on the trouble spots will leave your home smelling fresh and clean while protecting you and your family from 99.9% of all germs, including norovirus. If you are looking for a safe way to eliminate pet odors in your home, order Waltz D today at store.avcare.com. That's store.avcare.com. And we are back. We are talking with Gina Patrick, uh, the EVS director at George Regional Hospital, and we're kind of wrapping things up. Regina, we have a wonderful salesperson, Thalia, that has talked with you. You know, you you guys use Waltz D. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you guys adopted the product and, you know, what kind of made the difference uh, with all of that. Well, I have a cute little story. Uh, Thalia called me in the midst of me I do research all the time, trying to find the best product for us to use in the quickest kill time. And she called me, and I had met her some years back, and she's a very nice person, and she wanted me to try this product. And I'm like, I don't want to try this product. I don't have time for this. 
But because she was so nice, I tried the product. And I was totally impressed. And it took us a minute to be able to find a, 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 a way to get it into the hospital, but it's here and we're using it every day. The staff love it. The environmental service staff love it. The staff in the units love it. And the biggest person who loved it the most when we was trying it out, it was a patient with um, some issues. And we tried it out in his room and we cleaned his room with it. And he came out, my room smells good. <laughs> And it wasn't a, a smell, it just had a clinical smell. And we fell in love with it. So we're going to use it until y'all stop working for us. <laughs> well, we're not gonna, ever going to stop as far as I know. Because uh, Thalia would fly down here and beat us all up. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> we love the product. I think that's awesome. And, you know, we, we really appreciate uh, all of this. So uh, we really want to thank you, Regina, for coming on and uh, chatting with us. And uh, we're going to wrap up the clean life, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we have had an awesome time talking about, you know, healthcare related infections and, you know, the, the important environmental service professionals that are that are supporting uh, everything that we're doing and the important work that they're doing behind the scenes. So, Regina, thank you so much for coming on and we will wrap up the clean life. See you next okay, week. Thank you so much for having me.